Hi guys, welcome back to the Uneducated Marriage and Parenting 101 podcast where you'll probably learn nothing, but you'll hear our story. <laughs> so if you listen to the first episode, Lexi was a little quiet, so we're going to try it out today again and see if she's a little better. <laughs> see if we can hear this time but um if you're listening to the second episode first go back and listen to the very first one because the first one's the fast track and the next few episodes are just going to be a deep dive into who we are and we have a cat running around like crazy we have such a crazy life oh my goodness we have a baby right now the other two are upstairs sleeping. And our cat is going crazy. Yes. <laughs> so, this episode, we're going to talk about. Oh, hi, cat. Oh. Now <laughs> they're going to start fighting. Oh, are they going to yep. fight? That's why she's meowing. Knock it off. And there they go. Oh, my goodness. The scurrying. Um, so. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about how Lexi and I met. Well, okay, so let me back up just a second. So we're going to... The first episode was a fast track of our life up until right now. The next few episodes are going to be deep dives into who we are and our story. Because... We feel like before we really dive into anything else, that we need to explain who we are before we start whipping out advice and stuff. I mean, what little advice a couple of two years can give. <laughs> so, with three well, crazy with children. everything that we've gone through, I think. I guess not. Sit a little closer to the mic. Can coming. you hear me now? <laughs> There you go. Now you're picking up. I don't think we can give advice, but I do think that maybe this will help someone out there that's going through the same thing that we went through. So we'll see. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So so this episode is going to be how Lexi and I met. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a baby suckling on a finger. So, um, we met at work. Um, we could have met earlier if you had been working at Justice that day. Yep. <laughs> so, um, my first job, my first job was at Justice for Girls in Boca Park. In Boca Park in Las Vegas, <laughs> I started work there in 2012. Right out of high school and (laughs) go ahead um i was still in high school i was a punk kid (laughs) riding my bike and we were filming a video a biking video bmx whole nine yards before i got really fat and (laughs) and so I fell and crashed through the front window of Lexi's Justice. So we could have met earlier, but we didn't. We met 
six years later? Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Yep, six years later. In 2018, and we were both working at the same exact Starbucks. And um, do you remember the second that she walked through the door, I knew I wanted to be with her forever. Um, yeah, so we met at work. <laughs> yep. Um, working together was a little hectic uh, at first. Um, we got in a lot of trouble sometimes. Yeah, we, we like to goof around a lot. Yeah, we like to mess around a lot. So, yeah, we definitely got into trouble. Um, <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it, though. Oh, yeah, super worth it. Yeah, we would, like... God, we I would throw ice at you. Up. Oh, we just we just stand we there. We would and, constantly mess with each other. Oh yeah, and we still mess with each other really hardcore. Bad. But, no, we were working, working together, messing around with each other, and then like a month and a half after we started working together, I was like, you know what? So how I got Lexi's phone number is. This is probably the smoothest I've ever been in my whole life. And I believed you. You super believed me. I did. So I was dog sitting for my uncle. So I was staying at his house. And so I was like, hey, Lexi, um, is there any way that you can cover one of my shifts? And that is as far as I had thought into this situation that I was going to get myself into and you were like yeah which one and I was like oh my god I'm so stupid I didn't even think of which day to try you're like Thursday (laughs) so I went in the back (laughs) and I got the schedule (laughs) and I was like you know what I think I need I, I think I need Thursday covered and you were like, oh, yeah, well, my son, he, he has a doctor's appointment and everything, but um, uh, let, um, let, let me get back to do. you on that. Yep. And so I was like, okay, thank you so much. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to need your phone number because I'm going to need to text you um, if it changes. And you were like, oh, okay. So you gave me your phone number and I, I gave you mine in return. And that was the first time I had ever asked for any girl's phone number ever in my entire <laughs> life. Oh my god! So, so, um. Yep, and that night I went home. I. You tell it from your from your perspective. <laughs> I, went, I believed him. <laughs> I believed you, and I went home. I was taking care of the kids. And I know exactly what they were watching. They were watching Scooby-Doo up in the loft at my parents' house. And I remember just waiting to hear from you because I wanted to hear from him. I really liked him. Um, I just, I wanted to be with him. And um, I didn't think that he felt the same way. And all of a sudden, he messaged me and he goes... I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that ship covered. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, um, I totally understand. If you need anything else, just let me know. And I sent it. 
And then I sent another message and I asked you how work was going. So. And so. Ever since then. <laughs> now, normally, um, after. You're still blushing. I'm still blushing about this because I, at that point, was still overthinking everything. And so I remember before I started asking people, because I got I got into a mode, I was like, okay, I have no clue what I'm doing. I really, really like this. I really, really like this girl. And I want to be with her, so... I need to know what to say and what to do while still being authentic and still trying to to do all that. But so before that, I was at my uncle's house and I was pacing back and forth behind his couch thinking of overthinking about how I should respond to, hey, how was work? And like, I was freaked out and I was like. I just remember thinking, I was thinking about this the other day, I was like, I knew then that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you because of how nervous I was pacing back and forth like a complete idiot of, over the question of like, well, how was work today? And so, um, <laughs> so she sent me that message and I was like, I was pacing back and forth and I was like okay well I, I have to sit down because the dogs are looking at me like I'm on drugs so <laughs> I sit down I'm like oh yeah work was good we did blah 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 delete 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 oh yeah work was good we you know we it took forever to do this or this customer was an a-hole or delete 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 it was just like <laughs> I kept rewriting it, it just... took him I think it took you about a half an hour to respond I just thought that you guys were busy so. no I was just being a nervous wreck and so why do we always record this podcast when it's so late I'm so sorry and this me. time the baby's wide awake I know so <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was like, I was freaking out. And so I eventually sent off whatever message I sent off. I could probably find it now because I have all of our old text messages on, on my phone. Um, <laughs> and so I sent it off and I was like, you know, if she never responds to me, that's my sign. And like two minutes later, you texted me back. And you're like, oh, that work was good, and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I'm pretty sure we texted for the rest of the night. Yeah. And then uh, we talked all weekend. Yep. I went to – I had work on Monday because I had, I had weekends off. And so I went back to work on Monday. You didn't work that day. No, because I normally work. But – Tuesday Tuesday through Sunday would be my normal schedule. Yeah. I worked every day and except then, Monday. Um, for some reason, you came in that day still because you had to edit photos and you were so upset. You were really upset and I, I was like, what's the matter? And you were like, 
I'm having problems with my my mom. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I don't even think, I don't even remember if you even responded to me. I don't even think you said anything, but you were really upset. Yeah, that was a rough. When I got back home from dog sitting, it was super rough um, at, at home. So, but yeah, I just had taken a picture of the schedule and was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to work and um, they can totally hear you getting up. I got to go make her a bottle. I'll be right back. So I'll talk and <laughs> be annoying. But yeah, so I had gone to work and was... I had taken a picture of the schedule that Sunday and was like, you know what? Um, uh, after all the stuff at home happened, I was like, I'm just going to go. And so got my car, drove to work, and Lexi just so happened to be there after I had checked the schedule to make sure that she was there because I wanted to see her. And <laughs> um, we... She was asking me, like she said, oh, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, I just got to edit photos or whatever. It ended up, I just didn't really edit photos at all. I just kind of looked at her the whole time because I thought she's really beautiful. I still think she's extremely beautiful. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I just kind of, uh-oh, mad baby. Mm-hmm. One-handed putting on headphones. <laughs> multitasking yeah so um, definitely I did that a few times where I just like check the schedule to see if you were in and if I was off I would just go in and come up with whatever excuse Uh, actually one time I did go in to to edit photos and one time to write and like actually did it that time I'm proud of you yeah wasn't (laughs) distracted I mean, was still pretty distracted, but not as distracted as I should. Because <laughs> I had to get work done. So, um, yeah. That was just the first, like, few weeks was just kind of being, like, flirty back and forth. And then it was the night of the royal wedding in 2018. Yep. And that is when I, I had a bunch of friends over that night, um, and we were playing Cards Against Humanity, Pete, we had pizza, alcohol, like the whole nine yards. And, um, I had two mutual friends there, um, who we're still really good friends with. Alex and Kaylani, if you ever listen to this, we love you guys. Um, but I had both of them there, and I was like, guys, I don't know what to say because I want to tell Lexi that I like her, but I don't know how to do that without being like, um, I like you. <laughs> without like total movie explosion of nothing just coming out of my mouth so they were like oh well you should do it this way you should do it that way 
and ended up being a complete loser and telling you over text message that I liked you. I felt like a little kid. Hey, <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't want it any other way. But, but it was the perfect night. I was up watching the Royal Wedding with London. Yep. I, was, I think it was at like, God, was it midnight? I don't no, remember. No, it was after because we stayed up really late. Yeah, you guys were up late. And I had fallen asleep for a little bit. Yep, and that's when you said that you were going to bed. I was like, okay, well, I'll text her now so she can wake up to it. And then we can go from there because I was just like uh, a nervous wreck. Anxiety is a real pain in the butt. <laughs> so... Um, and having going through all the crap that I had gone through past relationship wise was like, is like the, it was all or nothing at this point. So I was like, I was putting all my chips on the board. I was like, okay, here we go. It's this or I'm never doing this ever again. So, um, <laughs> everyone was all like kind of poking fun at me they're like oh did you do it did you tell her i was like yes i did <laughs> i did tell her <laughs> so, <laughs> and i totally knew though everyone oh. at work made it so obvious yeah i wasn't good oh at it we had another friend who kind of spilled the beans do you want to tell that story Go for it. That's all uh, you. When I was oh, when, asked, yeah, of what kind of guy you like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this coworker. She she goes, so, what kind of guy do you like? <laughs> and she and she made it so obvious because she looked at you too. Yeah, she's looking at me <laughs> while like, asking oh, Lexi. She's like, yeah, Lexi, what kind of guy do you like? And I'm standing in the lobby and I'm mopping the floor and I just kind of look up at Lexi. And she looked at me, and I just kind of, like, put my head down and just kept mopping the floor. <laughs> it was some kitty bullshit. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but I knew um, people were asking me oh my obvious God. questions, and and then it came out. And <laughs> we won't go into that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man feels like years ago. I know. With all the stuff that we've been through, it does feel like it was a few yeah. years ago, huh? Mm-hmm. But, so, uh-oh. <laughs> we may have to pause this because we have a mad baby. You okay? You think we're yeah, okay? She might be. She looks a little grumpy with yeah, those does. eyebrows that she has. She has her daddy's eyebrows. <laughs> But constantly looking angry. Yeah. <laughs> I always look angry. <laughs> so, As you make that face. <laughs> so after everyone had left that night, I had Oh no, you were texting me and I had I had to go to bed. I was like stupidly drunk because I was an idiot. And then I had a photo shoot with my band the next morning, and you were texting me all through that. Yeah. Asking me how it went and everything. and Because then we both worked later that day. Yep. And I was trying to... Because <laughs> I was... It was so late into the next 
day that I only had like three hours of sleep, band photo shoot, home, and then was work a few hours later. So I was like totally destroyed the next day. And um, I just remember walking into the store that day and everything was different between you and me because we had both expressed feelings for each other and we were like, okay, this is for real. Without even like really saying anything, I was just like, we're together now. Yeah. And yeah, we didn't like make it official. No. It was just, we just started to. And we were just like, yeah, we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, we're, we're together now. Yep. So we just kept like. Which was really scary for me because sorry babe I didn't mean to No, you're you. fine. No, go for it. Um I didn't trust anyone. I really closed myself off from the world after having to deal with my um oldest two's father. Um we went through a lot of stuff. A lot of her, a lot of emotional garbage and so the thing that I needed to do as a mom was to protect my babies and so I told myself that I would not be with anyone else ever again and I was okay with that because you were single for years God, when it was three four four years mm-hmm. so yeah I jacked everything up. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good, babe. Um, so when he told me he liked me, I and it was different because, like I said, I, I shut everyone out. I didn't want to get into any sort of relationship with anyone, but he, w- he was different. There was he's not making that thing. <laughs> there was something about him that I knew that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. But I was I was still scared. But that definitely changed pretty quickly. Yeah, I went from like being in dumb like kid relationships to um being with someone uh, being with you. You had two kids already. And I was only twenty one. Not even at the time. No, not even at the time. Yeah, I was no. still twenty. Oh man, I just like incriminated myself. I was drunk at 20. It's okay. I was drunk many times before that, too. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> so, um, oh, that's another story. We were, <laughs> I got drunk when I was 16 while watching my teacher's kids. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. For another I'll, time. That's another story. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we're going to talk about that. Oh, my gosh. You know, at least you weren't drunk. So, <laughs> yeah, so, like, before I had started dating you, it was all kitty stuff, and it was just, like, worrying about stupid drama and all this just nonsensical garbage, and so I thought after my last relationship, before I met you, I was like, it's the next person that I actually meet is either going to be the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with or I'm just never doing this again. Like, I actually have to want to be with that person so much that I want to spend the rest of my life with that person. So, or I'm just 
my saying was is I was gonna just move to the middle of nowhere in Michigan and own like 10 billion huskies and that was just gonna be my life and I was just gonna play drums in a basement with 10 billion huskies running around so um, yeah Lexi just walked through the doors of that of our of the Starbucks that we both worked at and I was like ah uh, yeah that's the person I want to spend the rest of my life with and someone there's like the thing that I don't get is the stigma behind dating somebody who has kids I don't get that that never made any sense to me because if a previous relationship doesn't work out or there's complications or there's something like that and that person has to get out of that relationship or it just doesn't work out anymore why is that person now off limits to the rest of the world that pardon my language but that's bullshit that never made any sense to me so I remember someone um, a, a really good friend of ours was he didn't say it condescendingly but he was like dude just to let you know like she has two kids and I was like I don't care I was like who is that and so then he went on and explained to me like who you were and who you related to I worked with her brother um, many times before that and him and I were really good friends um, but it was like I don't it was like that's the person I want to spend the rest of my life with for sure and like I said the whole stigma behind dating somebody who has kids never made any sense to me because what's why is that now an off-limits type of person like what what makes that off-limits I don't get it I don't know if it's because see I could see it a couple I see it a couple ways where like for me for instance I didn't want to be involved in a relationship because of the kids I didn't want them I didn't want to bring them into I didn't want to be involved in a relationship where they they're constantly seeing their mom in and out of relationships yeah or because of what we went through I didn't want to go through what we went through oh she is pooping <laughs> oh no <laughs> That's way off her schedule. But, Very. Uh, okay. But yeah, so I can see that too. Like the the single parent doesn't want to be involved with anybody else because of the... Because your kids come first yeah, no exactly. matter what. And so there eventually came a point later down the road where it was like things got heavy, like really heavy. And we ended up breaking up for like a week. Because of the stuff that was going on with your parents and everything, I was like, okay, well, your kids come first. And you don't need some stupid... At that point, I was 21. You don't need a 21-year-old running around your life screwing everything up for you. So I should probably just go. And that was the hardest slash dumbest decision I had ever made because I mean we're we'd only at 
from where we just talked about to where I was just talking about. So from when our friend told me that you had two kids to the time that we had broken up, it was like six months, if that. And so, like we said, in, in that six months, we just messed around, worked together, had fun, ate butter croissants, cheese danishes, drank white chocolate mochas, and like just had the best time. That was the best six months of my whole life. And then it came to the point to where it was like, okay, well, you sh- we should probably be apart for right now and maybe try and come back later on. Or just call it quits from here. And I remember going to a party that, like, a couple days after we had broken up. And someone was like, dude, how you doing? Like, I was like, I'm honestly in the deepest rut I've ever been in my whole life. And I hate myself because of the decision that I just made. And I was too scared to tell you that because of everything that was going on. And I was also too scared to tell you that because I didn't want you to tell me no. Like, we're not doing this again. So I was just going to stay quiet and just kind of go from there. And so, um, we eventually, like after a week and a half or so, came into the store. No, it was the day after that party. We were both working and um, we got into our first fight. That was our first fight for sure. Like I real, he, like I, real fight that yep, we had. I showed up to work first, and I was just working, and I knew he was coming in, and I was expecting him. And this was the first time we had seen each other since, since all that happened. Yep, and I was expecting him to have a different reaction when he came into work, and. <laughs> He had, (laughs) yeah, um, he couldn't, he couldn't even look at me. No, that was, that was the, that was a hard shift because that was the first time we had worked together since we'd broken up. And, um, it, it was hard because I had just walked away without like we talked about it but it was just terrible that was the worst that was definitely one of the worst days of my life for sure because I knew I wanted to be with Lexi so bad that I was just like willing to give up anything to get you back and so um we <laughs> she came into the back and I was doing dishes or something like that I can't remember <laughs> and I you, I brought you? I brought in dishes to you cuz when you people don't realize how 
hard working at Starbucks actually is. No, it's not just working yeah. at a freaking coffee shop. No, oh you are God. deep cleaning. You have to clean up all of the machines and it's just this whole thing. That. Yes, he I was. Can still, I could still pull apart those stupid espresso machines and <laughs> deep clean those things the amount of times that I did it. Well, we would close the stores together, so we were always stuck with cleaning and... Um, he's in the back cleaning the dishes and I come into the back with more and I literally slammed the dishes into the water and soap goes flying up everywhere and it was like <laughs> like at that point I was furious yeah like, he was pissed like when she because she didn't even look at me all shift she didn't say anything to me all shift and the only response that I got was her walking into the back and just slamming everything down. And it was a giant mess. Like- and then I go, so you're not even going to talk to me? <laughs> and I start walking out and you were like, oh God, how did you say it? You were like, I am so hungover right now. I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? <laughs> so let me explain. You so jerk. at the party, I was so upset. I was so devastated that I ended up relapsing that night, which was horrible. And I ended up getting super drunk as well. And um, was just completely like just... I felt like my whole life had just gone down the drain. I felt like everything was just gone. And... Even though, like, my band was successful, everything was going good there. It was like, no, real life is happening right in front of me, and I'm losing all my grips on it. Like, everything is, like, everything is gone. So when she's like, well, you're not even going to talk to me? I just lost it. And I was like, I am stupidly hungover right now. I'm still trying to recover from last night because I'm a freaking idiot. And... Um, she slapped me with like the most, she was like, <laughs> it was bad. You were just like, well, I don't care. And you need to grow up. And blah. I was like, oh man. And then after that night we had started talking again. And that was like a week of being broken up and everything. And that was hell. <laughs> That was, that whole week was the longest week. It was the week. darkest week I've ever yeah. lived in my life. And I've gone through some crappy things in my life. But that yeah. was being away from him, being away from you, yeah. was the worst thing ever. Yeah, that was terrible. So after that, we the next like month was really dark. Very. Even even though we were talking and everything, that was a yes. very dark month. Because things were coming out. Yeah. And we'll get into that yeah. eventually as we as go at, on as time goes on and everything. But we'll say that things were so bad that I had to rescue Lexi from her parents' house that where she was living. Um. As stuff came out, I was, so what happened was, is after that huge fight, we started talking and we got back together and we were like, okay, let's, whatever happens, happens. We're just, 
we'll deal with it as a couple because we love each other and that's what couples do and so I was scheduled to go on a tour with another band and that's when everything came out and at that moment it was it was a it was a pivotal moment in my music career and I just remember calling the guy and I was after Lexi and I got off the phone and I was like hey man I'm not gonna be able to make it sorry it was still like a month it was a couple weeks out so they were able I hooked them up with another drummer and everything was cool from there so um, I was like look dude I have more important things to do right now and I have somebody that I have to take care of and he was like no problem man just if you recommend us anybody so I recommended him somebody I don't know if they actually took him or not but whatever so um, <laughs> Lexi and I started planning on how she was going to move in with me and my parents and get everything situated and that's when all hell started to break loose um, because it was literally a rescue mission out of your parents' house. And we're coming up on two years of you almost being out. Yep, October 10th. October 10th. Um, which was one of the craziest days of definitely both of our lives. But before then, so from the time I called that band and was like look I'm not going to be able to make I have more important things to do until October 10th was like a week and a half and so for that whole week I would get off work uh, because since we both worked nights I was you were always the first closer to leave Mm -hmm. and then I was the late guy so then it would be me and whoever was working the shift whoever was sh- whoever was the shift manager there that night I would close with him or her and so I would go from work and sit like around the corner from your house because what was going on was so bad that it was I told her I said if anything happens you run out your front door and run straight up the street and I will be sitting there waiting for like waiting to go and that was the plan until we got until we figured out all the the little loose ends and everything so all the loose ends finally tie in and October 10th 2018 you brought a bag I'll never forget this night. You brought your bag of stuff to work with you. And it had like social security cards in it, birth certificates, a couple pairs of clothes for you and the kids, and a few hundred bucks, and that was it. And I remember my mom came into work and she took the bag from you. And she was just like, I'll see you guys soon. And that night, 
it was a Wednesday because we were deep cleaning the store that night. And I remember you got picked up and then it was Alex, Kristen, and I at the store. And I just remember watching you leave out of the parking lot to go home. And I looked at Kristen and Alex and I go, guys, I gotta go. Because all hell's about to break loose. And all hell did break loose that night. That was bad. That was a really bad night. So after everybody goes to bed at like two o'clock in the morning. I'm on the phone with Lexi. After her phone was taken and she found an old one, thank the Lord. Charged it up, you called me, and you were like, I'm on my way out. I was like, okay. So I pulled around the street, around the little corner, and I got out, I opened the passenger side door, and then I came back and I closed, and I got back in the car, and you're like, Sam, I'm standing at the front door with my hand on the handle, and I can't open the door. And I was like, got to open the door babe you got to do it and the next thing i hear is click beep 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 and the alarm starts going off and as the as that door flung open the next 6 months of our lives was set in place it was totally different yeah and my whole life my whole existence had completely changed and i knew that i couldn't turn back and I remember going down those stairs at my parents' house, and I saw you, the light from your car, and I ran into the car, and I remember slamming the door, and I just, like, took a deep breath. <laughs> but I felt horrible because the kids were still in the house. Yeah, the the situation that ended up happening was this <sighs> Lexi's sister took the kids and they were sleeping in her room right yeah or at least was it just hudson or was it both both. so we're both sleeping in the room and i tried to yeah we tried to get them and it was not no it was it was unsuccessful it was really bad so we ended up just you and me we drove up to the gas station up the road up the road the chef the chevrolet that wasn't even done yet we go there all the time now. I know. It's weird. It it's, bothers me still. Yeah, it still bothers me too. But it wasn't even built yet. And we're sitting there and my phone's blowing up because your brother's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> and your phone's blowing up because your parents are trying to get a hold of you. And we called the police and we were like, look, this is what's happening. This is what's been going on. We need to get our kid, like the kids out of there. And so a bunch of police officers showed up at the house. It was a big freaking fiasco. And so what ended up happening was is we were supposed to meet police officers back at your parents' house early the next morning because the kids were just, they were already passed out. And so they were like, look, everyone just needs to de-stress. Come back in the morning. Come back in the morning and we'll, we'll meet it with level heads. And we're like, okay. So we, I took you back to my my parents house where I was still living 
and um I like made my bed for you and everything and yeah. we ended up staying up pretty much all night we maybe got like an hour of sleep honestly yeah or if maybe even. like 45 mm-hmm. minutes and because we were just talking trying to figure everything out so we go the next morning to meet and grab the kids which turned into an all-day chase around town on the phone with police going absolutely crazy because what ended up happening was is her parents weren't there for that meeting and they had the kids and what they were trying to do was say that Lexi had abandoned the kids that she was on drugs and that um, the guy that she was with aka me um, was uh, feeding her drugs toxic toxic all this crazy stuff and they were trying to say that I yeah like that I love the kids yeah that I didn't want them and and so they totally not true yeah so they actually ended up taking the kids to the family court building yep and your mom we were on the phone with your mom the whole time and I'll never I'll never forget the first time that you had lashed out against your mom because it was so controlling and so like that relationship was keyword is was there's still some toxicity there and everything but it was so toxic that you would just like exploded and we ended up not being on the phone for like an hour and something happened at the family court building to where they immediately came back home back to or back to their house and handed over the kids immediately Yep, we had to. We had a police escort. Yep, and I'm pretty sure what happened was is that the family court told them that they were kidnapping the children, because that's basically what it was. Yep. Um. And we were so fed up and so done with the situation. We were like, we don't even want anything to do with you guys right now. Just get out of our life. And so I just I needed a minute yeah. to because I never had the opportunity to be alone with our kids. I couldn't go anywhere yeah. with my own kids. It was a very toxic, controlling situation. And I just I needed a, a minute to just decompress yep. and, and go through the the recovery process for for everything and so that weekend because that happened on a um so that was wednesday 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 into thursday and then friday was quiet and then friday morning i ended up leaving because i was playing at the men's church camp thing i was playing drums there so went to california did that that weekend and left you at my parents' house. And everything, from what I remember, was quiet. I mean, the drive up there, I was getting phone calls from her brother and his girlfriend. And they were trying to convince me to take the kids back and take Lexi back and everything. I was like, no, not happening. (laughs) I love you guys. We love (laughs) love you guys so much. We love Taylor and, and, And uh, and Cynthia. They are the most amazing people. And after many 
many weeks of talking it over with them we we know why they were involved in all that stuff and and everything and we'll get there eventually we'll get we'll get all the way down the road all the way to where we are now but right now we're just going through everything so to go from meeting at the store dating going through all the crazy stuff that we'd gone through up until you moved in with me was like was insane to go from everything's like okay there's some stuff in the background that I had no clue about that came out that week that I was supposed to leave and everything and and I was for me personally what happened was is I realized that you were put in my life for um, to to be married like we were supposed to get married and so I realized very fast when she had come to me and told me stuff that maybe only one other person knew I was like alright let's do this and so then you moved in with me we went through all the police stuff all the crazy chasing around town it was like literally an all day drive around town like we were in the car it was like a movie honestly it was like a it was like a movie it was the whole like after that point like after October 10th October 10th till the next June was like a freaking movie and so things were quiet for that weekend that I was gone got back things were quiet for like another day then Hudson's birthday was that Monday yep we took him to the pumpkin patch the pumpkin for his fifth oh, birthday right. oh my god that yeah it was a, it was a great day yep he was so happy yep put the kids to bed I still love that day so much I know um yep I put the kids to bed mm-hmm. and um I walked out into the hallway and you told me that there were police outside. Oh, that's right. Okay, so yeah, so I was sitting out in the garage with my dad and my friend who was also living with us at the time. And um, they, we had like the garage because uh, we were all smoking cigars out there. So we had the garage door like cracked, like maybe like a foot off the ground. And then we hear we hear all these guys talking outside and then flashlights underneath the garage and everything and then they start knocking on the garage and they're like, Metro police, open up. So my dad walked over, popped the garage door and everything, and there's like four police officers standing outside and they're like, We're looking for uh, Alexis. And I was like, Okay. So I ran inside and everything, and I was automatically like, well, how the hell did they find you? Yeah. Because they had no clue where my family's house was. Your parents had no clue, and your siblings had no clue, because... It was a, it was a safe place to be. Yeah. They didn't know where we were. <laughs> and so, I originally thought that um someone we knew 
someone we knew said something or I thought that they were just following up on the fact that we had both given them our driver's license the night that we had, that we had originally called the police to try and get the kids out. And so um, what actually ended up happening was is they were there to do a quote-unquote wellness check from Lexi's sister and um, they had like somehow stalked us like we were drive like we must have been driving around or something like that and they somehow found us or saw us and followed us back to the house or like they did some crazy deep diving information to try and find out where you were because they like I said they had there was absolutely no other way they could have found you besides trying to like unless like it goes back to what we were saying the one person that we yeah knew gave out which is totally illegal Mm -hmm. for her to do was give them your address yeah so which i'm not it does not surprise me yeah that wouldn't surprise me either but so we went through all that and then Um, because I had, I had given you and the kids my room and I was sleeping in the front room on the beanbag or the little couch that we had up there. And, um, one day there's a knock on the door and there's this guy and he's like, does, uh, does, uh, does Alexis live here? I go, who's Alexis? And he was like, come on, I know Alexis lives here. I was like, who's Alexis? And he goes, well, if you um, if you see her, just let me know. And that was them trying to serve you papers for either your ex's case or your parents' case. Because what unfolded after you had left was... Uh, we talked about it on the first episode that night that you got served papers. That was their second attempt to try and get you papers. So they tried it with someone random, and then they did it with the family friend. Okay, I don't even remember that. Oh my goodness, so, it's such a blur. Yeah. So, um, because then you answered the front. That was the time when my parents had sued me. Yeah. Because you got it because they tried, they did it three times then. Because the one morning it was some random guy who gave me papers. That's right. Uh-huh. And I was like, seriously? Because what, what ended up happening was is the last time that you had talked to your parents before you had moved in with me was I just need a minute. I just need like a couple months to just sit back and just decompress and deal with the last however many years, you know, and that wasn't good enough No, because of the control and the craziness that was involved in your household. And it was like, they couldn't, they couldn't handle it. No. And which I expected from them but 
I was at least I was a little all, hopeful. <laughs> yeah, I always knew that that day would come because my mom told me and told other people that if I ever left their home with our kids, my kids at the time, <laughs> that she would sue me for for the kids. Like she would hold it over my head. And so it was it was mind games. And I knew it, it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was but I I had to do it. Yeah, that was when you had told me that, that was like my mind exploded. And so to get away from all the craziness because your parents had a family member fly in. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Sherry. Oh no, I shouldn't say her name. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> So someone yes. in my family that I've never met. So was that before or after we had gone to Arizona? That was after you had taken me to Arizona to meet your family. Okay. Because I went to go pick up my wedding dress with your mom. Okay. So um, I'm trying to remember what happened before that, before we went to Arizona. Because after, I think it was just to get away from all the craziness. Uh Yeah, you had told me that um, we needed to get out of town. Yeah, we were just like... And at that point, you had never gone out of town before. No, I mean we went to like, California. California, but, but for year like it had been we a f- we never many years before yeah. that point. So, um, I was like, "Look, we're gonna get out of town. We're gonna go do something you've never done before." And so we loaded up the kids early that morning, and we drove down to. Kingman, Arizona, where I have family, and um, that was one of the most fun days I had ever had, and we were explaining everything to my aunt, who had gone through a lot of the same stuff with um, my cousin's dad and everything, and all the crazy crap that happened around that situation. And she was giving us pointers and advice on what to do, who to call, and if we needed anything, just to give her a call, and we'll go from there. And so I was like, okay, cool. And so we ended up hanging out with, because all of my mom's side of the family lives down there. So we ended up meeting up with, like, my grandparents and everything, and I had introduced Lexi to them for the first time. And um, I remember... Um, my grandma, <laughs> uh, I was holding Hudson's hand while carrying London to one of my cousin's soccer games that we were going to go watch and hang out and have a good time with them so you can meet my mom's brother. And she just looked at me. She goes, well, that's not something you see every day, huh, Sam? And I was just <laughs> like, I was just like, nope, it's not. And I remember talking to my grandma that day and she was like, there's something different about this. I was like, yep, I know. And 
we had all come back and we were all hanging out. We were all eating pizza and having a good time at my uncle's house. And um, you had gone outside because the kids were jumping on the trampoline and everything. And they were having fun with my cousins and running around. And my my aunt goes, so uh, when's, the, when's the wedding, Sam? And um, I was like, I don't know. But that's what I'm looking at right now. And everyone was like, really? Like, you you really want... I was like, heck yeah, I want this. This is awesome. I get to hang out with, like... I, I have... I automatically get to start with two kids, which is awesome because I love my my son and my daughter. And... Um, and my family loves you. Like, lo- like, they love you and everything. And it was, it was awesome. That was a really fun weekend. And so we come home drive back and everything and <laughs> um, you were putting the kids to bed and everything getting them all ready and my mom pulls me aside she goes alright so uh, what's going on here and I was like oh, I, I want to marry Lexi and she was like okay well what are you looking at and me being the complete dude like like my brain like it was like a typical movie male at that point I was like oh well I don't know it was like maybe next year like nah. it's like I was just so stupid and my, stupid. my mom was like she's like yeah no she's like what are we gonna do and how like what's gonna happen because all this stuff is going on right now everything's going on and you want to wait a year? And I was like, no, I don't want to wait a year, actually. So that night, before I had even proposed or anything, I called you out to the living room. I was like, hey, Lexi, <laughs> so... Uh... You and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And were we eating country fried steak that night? I'm pretty sure that's Gosh, what we that were That was making. our thing. That was our thing. Yeah. So we made country fried steak... And I called Lexi out to the living room and I was like, all right, look, this is, this is what I'm thinking. I was like, I want to get married to you 100%. I want to do this. I want to be in the kids' lives. I want to be their dad. And I want to be your husband. And the room got really silent at that point. (laughs) And... You were like, okay, let's do this. I want to be your wife, and I want you to be the kid's dad. I was like, all right, we're engaged now? And it was like, <laughs> oh. And so, like, so I knew that it was coming. Yeah. I knew. And so from October 10th to October tw- 20th. 20th. So I had... So this is like, this is super short in the like the following. So then, I went and bought a ring, and all this stuff. And October twenty fifth was her birthday, so I had work. So I I got uh oh may have a mad baby here, um. So I got home from work really late, and I was like, oh. 
we spent the morning together and we hung out. We had breakfast and we had everything. So then I went to work around like noon or two o'clock or something like that. Then went, then came home around ten. So I was like, I pulled my mom aside. I was like, all right, tonight's the night. Then I'll propose. She's like, okay, I got the kids. Go have fun. So like, all right, Lexi, get ready. We're going to go celebrate your birthday. And just you and me. We're just going to go hang out and have some fun. And you're like, okay, like, let's go and everything. And so I tried to take her to like a super fancy restaurant. And we were at the Red Rock Casino. And I was like, yeah, I want to take you to like a really nice restaurant. We'll sit down. We'll have some fun. And we were, were waiting in line. We were standing in line. And she's just kind of like, she just turns around. She goes, is that fat burger? And I was like, yeah. She goes, screw this. Let's go fat burger. And I was like, whatever you want for your birthday, you know? And so we walked over to fat burger in the food court. We had fat burger and we were just sitting there. We talked for like two hours. Like we watched them close everything. Like looking back, you were so giddy and you were telling me how happy you were to be in that moment. (laughs) The baby's like, you guys have been talking way too long. (laughs) But so... Yeah, it was like, okay, so we're, I was sitting there and it was, it was definitely cold outside. It was, it was October. And so I had my sweater on and everything. And in my pocket of the sweater was the, was your engagement ring. So I had my hand in my pocket all night long. And so then we walked around downtown Summerlin and everything. And we were just walking around and I was like, I know where I want to propose and we like started walking to all the like so the first place I, I was like I had like three different spots just in case something went wrong and so the first spot there was a ton of people and like that was the main place I had wanted to propose and I was like crap I was like so we started walking down one of the streets and it was like all bistro lighted and like all these like crisscrossing lights going across the street and everything. It was awesome. But there was people everywhere. And like my main thing is I didn't want to put you on the spot in front of a crap ton of people. And so the third spot was a bus too. There's people everywhere. So we ended up walking on the, um, on like the little skywalk that goes underneath that big dome that's right there. And you're looking straight at the Red Rock Casino and, like, Crate and Barrel's right there. And there's, like, this weird, like, babysitting place. And we were just, like, hardcore goofing around, running around, being loud, obnoxious, super giddy. And we're standing. She would, like, run forward and she was like, oh, look at this table. And she turns around. And there, I was on one knee already. And I'll let you take over from there. Yep. I was looking through the store window. I was being a dumbass. Excuse my language. And you you're like, hey Lexi. And I turned around and he was on one knee and he asked me to marry him. Yep. And I said no. No, I'm just Yeah, she definitely <laughs> said no and then we had to talk about yeah, it. And then she's and like, then... okay, yes. No, she said no. No, I said yes. <laughs> she said yes right away. And I remember, because we had talked about getting married, like, four days before that. 
and we were like, yeah, we want to get married. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't expect to get married or engaged that fast. Yeah. Like I knew it was coming, but I didn't realize that it was so it was be that soon. Yeah, I was like, I'm not waiting anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> from October 26th, because me being the overthinker that I am, I was like, okay, we talked about getting married. And I don't want to be like that super cliche, like, oh, I'm going to wait till her birthday to propose to her or something like movie-esque like that. So I waited two minutes after your birthday to propose yeah, to you. Yeah, so, throw me off, <laughs> which you did. Yes, because were you? did you think that I was going to propose to you that um, night? I, I thought it was possible, but I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be that soon. <laughs> So I successfully it was such a threw her off. Surprise! Yeah. It was the best birthday gift ever. <laughs> so well, is it considered a birthday gift? Yeah, that can be considered a birthday <laughs> gift. Um, so yeah, we got we got home. We were all happy. I guarantee we didn't sleep that night because we were yeah. super giddy, and we were like we were running around. We were having we were having a great time. We were out till like three or four o'clock in the morning because we were just like so excited. The next morning, we got her ring resized and everything. I got your ring that day. Got my ring that day. I wasn't allowed to see it. Um, Although, the guy who was doing our ring sizing wanted to show me so bad. Oh, my gosh. I was so mad. I was like, he did not just show him his wedding (laughs) ring. No. So, so what happened was, so what happened was, I had to stick my hand, like, all the way out behind my back. And they put the ring on me. And they were asking yeah. me how it felt. I was like, oh, it feels fine. And he's like, okay, we'll go ahead and look at it. And with, because he just like, he just kind of like lifted me and his your hand mom away. looked at each other. We're like, and they he were did like, not. No. And like, I honestly didn't even see it. Like, you guys still question me. I had no clue what it looked like still. Because it was like. Well, now you do. Well, now, yeah, now I do. But in that moment, it was like, everyone was like, No. <laughs> And so, um, we went through all the ring resizing and everything, and um, we got home that night, and we were like, okay, well, when are we going to get married? And, because we didn't want to wait, excuse me. We this is a long one. Yeah, we're an hour and ten in right now. I figured yeah. we were so, over an hour. And this is only part one, so... Um, there's still all the crazy stuff going on, but this is the happy part of it. So we're like, well, when do we want to get married? We don't want to wait, but we need it to be at least far enough out to where we still have time to plan and everything. And so we're telling my grandparents about this and they're like, we'll get married at our house in Arizona because we live on a freaking mountain. You got to back it up though, Uh-oh. because before... Um, we got engaged. You guys were talking about going to Arizona for Thanksgiving. Remember? Oh, that's right. Okay. And like, yeah, I, I want you to come. And and I was like, no, no, we don't. Me and the kids, we don't want to, you know, impose. No, you're and like, family. You were like, <laughs> yep, that's what he said. He was like, no, you are coming. You are family. And so fast forward back. Yeah, so, okay, so that happened. We get a hold of my grandparents and everything, and they're like, why don't we do it at our house? Because we're already hosting. 
Thanksgiving. We'll do it at our house. Everything will already be set up. And you guys can have your wedding the day after Thanksgiving. And we were like, oh, frick yeah. Let's do that. And they live on a mountain. So it was like, it's where we beautiful. it was beautiful. Where we got married, like the view was incredible. It was. And it was perfect. It was perfect, perfectly planned out to where like. When we were getting married, the sun was, like, coming to a set. And while we were taking pictures, the sun... It was, like, actually sunset. It was, like, literally perfect. Yep. It was, like, God made sure that our day was (laughs) perfect. And it was a full moon that night, too. It was a full moon And it was beautiful. It was perfect. Everything was perfect. I don't know if they would say that that's bad luck, but I don't see it that way. I thought... I thought it was really cool. Yep. So yeah, so we were we were like, okay, so oh, it's crunch that, time. At that point, we planned our wedding in three weeks. Fully planned. We did such a fantastic job. Uh-huh. I feel like we could even do it if we had to redo that do uh-huh. it again. We could have done it faster. We could have done it faster. Because, and it was gorgeous. Because my aunt and uncle beat us. By like three days because they planned their wedding in like two weeks and like four days we did ours in three weeks exactly and then so once we were done planning and everything and we had we had everything we didn't even so then my favorite part one of my favorite parts of our wedding was we did wedding pies Instead of wedding a wedding cake, yeah, because, because someone doesn't like cake. I hate cake. I know. Within at first, when he told me that, I was like, "Come on, babe, we have to have a wedding cake." And I was ready to compromise. I was like, "Okay, we'll get a wedding cake. We'll do all that yep. stuff." So we actually went looking for a wedding cake and everything, and and it was all oh my god, wedding cakes are so expensive. Remember, we're like, oh, we should knew- be. We knew they were going to be expensive yeah. going in. It wasn't like we were oblivious to that, but it was like... But, oh, my Lord. It was like... We're, we're talking like $400, $500 to eat cake. I, I know. We were like, we are two very poor people working at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> With two kids. <laughs> With two kids. There's no way we can drop like 500 to $600 on a wedding cake. Yeah. And so we were walking around Sam's Club, and we were both a little discouraged about it, and we walked past Pumpkin Pie. Yeah. And we... Both had like the idea at the same time was like, why don't we do pumpkin pies and take a heart like shape thing and cut heart shapes out of the pumpkin pie? And that's what we did, which was freaking awesome. But we bought so many pumpkin pies and cut out so many of those hearts that we had pumpkin pie for like three weeks after that. We did. It was in the freezer forever, though. I loved it. I was in heaven. It was the best, but there was so much pumpkin pie. And I actually don't think that last Thanksgiving I ate any pumpkin pie. I didn't. Well, I didn't either because I was so sick. You were sick. But yeah, we didn't. Because we did not I had eaten eat so much pie. the year before that I was like, I'm going to skip a year on this. <laughs> <laughs> Pecan pie it is. So, ew, I was thinking blueberry, but okay. Um,. <laughs> Hey, you said that your mom that my mom's pecan pie was, was really good. yeah it was really good, and so, um, but yeah, so we were we were going through all the crazy stuff with Lexi's parents, and 
at that point we had been served papers we were going to court with your ex who they had brought back into the picture after not being around for a long time like multiple multiple years and um all in the midst of all that i remember asking you like yeah, are you sure you're like you... do you want to do this and I was like, I wouldn't trade this for the world. And I still tell you that all the time. Yes, you do. I I, I still, I always ask him, like, you sure? <laughs> We're oh. married and I still do. Yeah, was, sure, of babe? course. Because yeah. I knew at that, at the moment that you had told me that what was going on, everything that was happening, I knew that there was... Well, there's obviously two options. I could have said, no, I'm not going to help you. I'm going on tour. I'm going to continue my music career. I'm going to go all the way down. No. I immediately knew what I had to do. And I wanted more than anything to be with you. I, like, I'd give up everything again. I would cancel all that stuff again to be with you. And I'd go through all the crazy stuff that we went through that we'll talk about in the next episode for like the next from October to June. I go through all those months again and do all that stuff again to be with you. And so in the midst of all that crazy crap, we got married, had our honeymoon in Mount Charleston in the snow it was freaking awesome. It was amazing. It was so it was much such fun. such a wonderful weekend. Yeah, that was <laughs> a fabulous weekend. And we had that old couple sing to us. Yeah. And I they love were them. so cute. I love them so much. I just remember crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that everything's closed due to COVID because of... I love to go watch them play because they're, they're like a regular act over the weekends there. And they're just the sweetest people. They're like hippies. And oh, they're well they're into so their, their 70s. Super hippies. Oh, they're awesome. But they ended up singing to us. And our honeymoon was perfect. Yeah. Even though it was only a few days. Because we were it's perfect. poor. You were very. <laughs> very poor. Ugh. It was awesome. I loved it. And I, that is the most fun weekend I've, I've ever had. Was... Getting used to wearing a ring and being just at what felt like a crazy little kid was even with everything going on, we were having the absolute most fun and playing Jenga and getting hot chocolate, hot chocolate in the and, middle of the night. Uh huh. Um, I'll never forget when we got there, we did not know how cold it was going to be when we got there. And we're just watching this. It, it was snowed. It, it like it was snowing. just snowed. Yeah, it was. It just snowed, and it was still snowing just a little bit. And we were watching the temperature drop on our car gauge thing, and we were like, "Oh, we did not come prepared this night." It was in my wedding dress. We yep. drove all oh, the way from, from Kingman, Arizona, to well, first we went to In and Out. Yes, we, in in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, in Centennial Center. Yep. So we drove from Kingman, Arizona to In-N-Out and Centennial Center to get food because we hadn't eaten. Because we were like, 
we kind of ate a little bit at our wedding. At, at our wedding. But, but we're, we're like, so we're excited. so ready to get out yeah. of here. Yep. Um, that, so we picked up in and out like just getting married. So Lexi's still in her wedding dress and everything. We're going through the drive through. <laughs> I love uh, how we go to Fat Burger the night that we got engaged <laughs> and then in and out on our wedding night. <laughs> and every every time we go to in and out oh my god our cats are going ballistic god they love each other don't they <laughs> but um every time we go to in and out i always think of that i always think about how we um how we went through the drive through what like i'm still wearing i didn't wear a tuxedo because i'm too fat to wear a tuxedo so we were no like, he's not like i wore like a button-up shirt with like a nice pair of pants and like yeah. my wedding sh- or we, we bought special vans yep i wore vans under my dress and it was, was the cutest thing ever awesome yep. because that's exactly how i wanted to get married was wearing vans um <laughs> mine were so pretty too it yeah. was like meant to be yes. for a wedding yep. uh-huh and so uh, we <laughs> Go through the drive-thru. She's still in her wedding dress. And everyone is looking at us like, what the hell are you guys doing here on your wedding night? We're like, we're hungry. And so get in and out. Go to Mount Charleston. Like fly at Mount Charleston because we want our food to be hot still. Get to our room. Pull off everything. And proceed to eat in and out. And the rest of the weekend is history. You know, it's just... We just ate good food, hung out in the hotel room doing newlywed things and watching movies. <laughs> all weekend long. All I think weekend we went long. outside maybe once. No, well, we went out to go get dinner every well, night. Well, that, yes. But other than that... We went into the lobby to play Jenga and that was it. Yep. And the, the rest of the time was... in the was... hotel room. Do you remember when we... It was... Saturday night. Okay. And we got that. We went up to the lodge that night. And we got like that mountain dessert. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and it was so big. And we're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to waste it. So. <laughs> so we took it back to our hotel room, which we had a balcony. But we, okay, so we didn't have a freezer. There was no. We didn't have a freezer. There's no freezer at all. And so we're like, what are we going to do with this thing? Because we didn't want it to go to waste. So there's so much snow on our balcony and it's so cold outside (laughs) that I was like, hold my beer. And I scooped out like a pocket of snow off the balcony put the little to-go box in the snow and then reburied it. And then that's what we ate for breakfast the next morning because it was... But it was soup, though. Even though, remember? I did... It, it was it, still so good, it was though. It was good, and we didn't get sick. No. Because it was so cold outside. It was still really cold. But the reason that it turned to soup is because when we got back to the hotel room, that wasn't the first thing that we did. <laughs> So we were slacking. <laughs> so we were doing other things. We were getting ready for bed, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
<laughs> so, and then we put it out. In and the then we snow. put it on the snow, which was really funny. And then I remember waking up the next morning, and the people who were right next to us, <laughs> he was sitting out on the balcony smoking a cigarette, and I walked out on the balcony with no shirt or pants on <laughs> in the snow and unburied the brownie and ice cream and just looked at him he was looking at me like <laughs> what the hell is going on and I literally just like saluted him and was just like have a good rest of the day man and brought the brownie back inside <laughs> I felt bad for our neighbors. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was so much fun. That was a good weekend. That was a good weekend. Then we came home and... That hit when we were leaving down the mountain. That was like... We were like, oh, my God. We're about to spend the rest of our lives together. Yeah, it hit. uh Uh-huh. And there was two people... Or, no... There was a server, because we stopped at Walmart on the way home. Yeah, because we were getting our Christmas tree. Our Christmas tree. We were coming home to decorate the Christmas for the kids. With the, with the kids. Yep. And so there was... Because um, they were with mom and dad. Yep. So there was a server, or His a waiter. Mom and dad. Yeah, my mom and dad. So there was a waiter who worked at the lodge, and we saw him at that Walmart, and he was like, "Oh, have a have a good rest of like your life. We'll probably never see you guys again." And we're like, "Oh, thank you." And we see him occasionally. We yeah. uh, we haven't gone and seen our regular server in a while. I know. I miss her. Hopefully oh, she's, she's still, so sweet. Yeah, hopefully she's still there. But um, no, that that I mean that pretty much sums up part one of like us guys. Because yeah. the next, like I said, from. October to June, even though we were in November, October to June was absolute hell. And that little pocket of sunshine that we had was our wedding and getting to, like when we got home and we decorated the Christmas tree with the kids and had fun. Decorated the room. We were Decorated all, the yeah, room we that were we were in this all in, the single bedroom that we were. Four of us. All four of us were in. Crazy times. I wish we could go back sometimes. Me too. Yeah. Things were simpler. We didn't have a power bill. Yeah. <laughs> or a water bill. Or a water bill. Or if you know, oh paying on a house. Yeah. But I wouldn't trade anything that we just talked about. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Because and I that's that's the story of us. That's the first. That's our beginning. Was working together, and going through all the crazy crap, and then getting married. And going on our honeymoon and then we'll talk about the rest of the our insane life like then we'll the next part will be that from november to june we'll talk about all that and then we'll go from i don't know june to the end of the year when things like started to clear up in 2019 and then we'll get into 2020 and covid and crap and baby the baby we'll we'll catch up to where we are exactly right now and then we'll start talking about other stuff but we think that it's important that people at least hear from where we started yeah as us us, because this is the story of us of lexi and i and the beginnings of a podcast (laughs) (laughs) no that's just the beginning of us so I love you. I love you too, baby. This has been 
the second episode of Uneducated Marriage and Parenting 101. Thank you all for listening. And we will see you tomorrow with the next episode because we're going to try and do this every day. At least this section every day. Yeah. And then we'll see how the rest of everything goes. But thank you for listening. We'll see you guys tomorrow with the next part. Thank you.